Hi everyone, welcome to Hubshots episode 180. This is actually Inbound Shots episode 3. What is Inbound Shots, Craig? Well, that's right. It's a change from our usual format. And this is another one of our crossover episodes with Moby from Inbound Buzz. See that? Inbound Buzz and Hubshots, Inbound Shots. Yeah, that's 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 the gold there, folks. But this was had an even further twist. We actually recorded this live at uh, Sydney HubSpot User Group back in September. And to make it even more meta, we actually talked about podcasting. So this is a podcast live in front of an audience to talk about podcasting. Now, why would we listen to this, Craig, or why should our listeners listen to this? Yeah, well, it's a popular topic, podcasting. We get a lot of questions about how to start, how did you get started, how many episodes do you need, what do you record with, where do you do hosting? And as part of this conversation that we had, uh, we chat about all of those and actually a little bit of backstory about how we got started with our podcast thing four years ago now. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Welcome to the third crossover episode of Inbound Buzz and Hub Shots, which of course we call Inbound Shots. I, of course, am Moby Sadiq, and with me are two of the nicest and most talented marketers in the business, Ian Jacob and Craig Bailey. How are you guys doing? Good, Moby. Awesome. A pleasure to be here. I think that's the best response we've ever got for starting a podcast, so thank you. <laughs> we will sync that at the end, so it seems like everyone enjoyed themselves. We're going to use so. that in every episode. We'll use that every episode. So, um, guys, we're excited, a little bit scared. We've never, never done this before, so we're doing today's episode at the HubSpot User Group Sydney uh, in George Street, WeWork. All three of us, of course, are HubSpot user group organizers and uh, Tony Eads from Salted Stone is also one as well and he's sitting on the sidelines there for us. Um, now we thought about the idea because we get this question all the time every so often in a podcasting it's the latest thing that's in vogue right now how do I do a podcast should I do a podcast and it's a very very good question and we thought let's do one whilst doing a podcast right so Let's give it a go. We will kick it to questions at the end. And there's some amazing, if you can kind of look in the corner there, some HubSpot keep cups and all sorts of things. Um, we'll probably have three, four questions, depending on how much time. And um, I would say the best questions, but I think everyone will get one, whoever asks. So let's get straight into it. Guys, tell me a little bit about your podcast, why you started, when you started. Ian, I'll start with you. Yeah, look, I'll tell you. We were at Inbound four years ago, and I had no friends. <laughs> and so we made friends. At inbound. You at have inbound. friends, but I you didn't friends. have them at... Yeah, okay. And, and we just... Uh, actually, I met Craig at a HubSpot user group probably about a year before that. Yeah, yeah. five years ago. And then um, we traveled together. We discovered we were on this journey. And we started sitting in sessions together. And then I thought, okay, that's cool. We got to know each other a bit more. And at the end, I kind of went, look, there's nothing around this in this region where people talk about HubSpot like the way they do in North America. And I thought, oh, what a great, what a great opportunity. And I said, oh, look, Craig, do you want to do this? When we get home, shall we record a podcast? And he went, oh, yeah, maybe. It's a good idea. And uh, anyway, we got back. We got back here and I said, okay, I'll call you up when we get back the week after we're here and we will record the podcast. So I already had a mic Craig went and bought a mic for himself and we were doing it over Skype. After about three episodes in, I was like, hang on, where are you, Craig? Because I'm like, Craig can't be that far away. And I discovered he was only like 20, 25 minutes away. I'm like, I think we should just meet together and we can do this face-to-face. And that's pretty much what we do. And we've done every week since the time we've started to today. 
So like I mentioned, I saw these guys, uh, I heard that I stumbled onto their podcast and I was thinking about it myself. And I thought, geez, you know, that's really, really cool. And I kind of, I used to blog, but I'm a little bit lazy and I didn't want to blog. And I thought it's just easy for me to talk. So <laughs> I thought, how hard could it be? I'm like, I'll give it a crack. I'll, I'll do it myself. Now, just because, you know, you think you're a sociable person doesn't necessarily mean you podcasting will just click. It will. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about like some tips and tricks on how to get into it. But I was doing this by myself. So these guys obviously do a, 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 a co-hosting gig and I do it by myself. So the idea of me talking to you is quite easy. But if I'm in a room and I'm like, hey, welcome, and I'm just literally talking to myself. So it did take probably about four, five, six episodes to get into it. But you always have to remember the first of whatever you do, podcasting, videos, whatever, is going to be the worst. You have to get through that, you know, so it only gets from there. So in terms of the actual, I don't know if you guys can see that. That's really more for us anyway, but I'll talk to it. Every year I look at the podcasting stats and every year they amaze me. So I think in Australia they say 8.1% uh, of everyone over 14 listens to a podcast. That's grown 70% in the last four years. And when you look at Australia, we always sort of say Australia is a couple of years behind the States. Uh, in the States, I found a stat and it said something like, you know, 15%. And I realized that stat was like five years ago. Today, it's at least a quarter of all Americans listen to podcasts. And at least 33% uh, of them have listened to one in the last six months or so. So you can see where we're going. So there's definitely a lot of space, you know, there's a lot of opportunity. One thing I will say about this though, because I was chatting to, if you want to uh, really get into this a bit more, there's a guy called Colin from the podcast host. And he, he has a lot of resources on this sort of stuff. And I said to him, look, how do you, I actually had him on as a guest on mine. And I'm like, how do you get around the fact that, you know, there's already a lot of podcasts there? And he goes to me, Moby, you've got to look at it this way. If you put a blog out, there's probably a hundred, maybe a thousand other blogs in your niche. That's if you're in a niche. On YouTube, there's, there's probably like a couple of dozen channels. On podcasts, even if there's four or five, that's still nothing. So that, there is a lot of opportunity for most of us in that space. The first thing I want to ask uh, you about, Craig, is where do you actually start, right? So I've got, got a slide behind me that people can't see, but it talks about defining your objectives. Where do you start and what are the considerations you should have? Uh, yeah, so it's interesting, I think. Uh, actually, can I do a quick survey of the audience? Would that be who's I'm interested? I'm going to ask a few questions. Who listens to podcasts? Who wants to create a podcast? And then I'm going to ask your company size. So who listens to podcasts currently? I think, would that be most? Who doesn't listen to podcasts? Okay, very oh, wow. good. So most people listen to podcasts. Okay. What was my second question? <laughs> it was going to be, who wants to start a podcast? Who's looking at starting it? So not many. Oh, no, there's more hands. Okay, that's interesting. Now, I'm also interested in company sizes because when I'm going to talk about goals and why you might want to consider a podcast, I'm interested in size. So I'm going to ask who's an agency, then I'm going to ask who's a small business and who's a large business. So who's an agency that's here? Wow, not many. I thought there'd be tons more agencies. Who's a small business, smallish? Okay. And then who's large enterprise? Only a few. Okay. I'm going to talk to the small business audience component mainly, I think, in this question. I think it's really important uh, because your reasons for maybe wanting to start a podcast will be different. Now, Ian mentioned how we got started and what you might have picked up there was we kind of didn't really have a plan. We just kind of thought we'd give it a go. However, what's important is why we continued on with it. And there was a few reasons. And I think this comes back to if you're a small business and you're looking to start a podcast, some of the reasons you might want to consider. 
Now, the reason we carry on, carried on, and we're still going after four years, the one key reason is not actually about marketing. I'll actually get to that. That's a secondary piece. It's actually because it teaches us every week we have to, because we talk about HubSpot in our podcast, we actually have to get to know the product. So there's almost a forced education piece. So that's why we kept going. And then from that, we thought, well, who is this for and why are we doing it? So to come to your question and the funnel, apparently the funnel's dead. Did everyone know that the funnel's dead? Just, just, Just assume it's kind of got a few breaths of life left. We think of it now, when I think of it, we don't, if you think of top and middle and bottom of the funnel, I think you'd agree with me, and we think of it as very much a bottom of the funnel play. And that's because we're both agencies, we're both small, and we have, I guess, flexibility to do a podcast and see how it goes. The reason I asked whether there was enterprises here is because if they were, they don't have the option to just go, oh, I'll just start a podcast and see how it goes. When you're a small business, though, you have a lot more control and flexibility just to try something. So for us, I think the reason we still do it from a marketing side is because bottom of the funnel, it gives us credibility. When you're a small business, you still tend to get a lot of referral work. You're not having to move so much to top of the funnel and use it as a top of the funnel awareness piece. So for us, the number of clients I go in, I've been referred in and they say, oh, I actually saw your podcast. They actually don't listen to it normally, but they see we have a podcast, they see the topic, and that's actually a closer. It's actually a confidence piece. So the reason I'm mentioning this in terms of goals, and if you're thinking about a podcast, is really about what's the goal or the benefit you get out of it. And it really can be, if you're a small business and looking at it, it actually can be something at the bottom of the funnel that is that confidence piece that converts someone into a customer. So that's kind of how I'd position it. I don't know, do you feel a... Yeah, no, that's really, really interesting. And we spoke about this earlier because I sort of started, I did it for laziness, not realizing it's actually a lot of work. (laughs) So the reason why I started podcasting was from a hub point of view. And we talk about this a little bit later. So like I always sort of say to, you know, clients and people I speak to, you need to have like one thing come hell or high water that you do consistently. If it's, you know, and we've spoken about this in previous crossover episodes, if it's writing, cool, do that. Do that once a week. If it's a video, do that once a week. If you like sitting in a car with a seatbelt on and doing LinkedIn videos, which I hate, awesome, do that. That's your thing, you know, but you have to have one sort of thing. So I'm like, look, if we do this one hub off the back of that, and we talk about this in repurposing, so I won't go too much in depth here, but I can create a blog post out of that. I can create three, four articles out of that. So that's why initially we sort of started. So... Just as an example here, and this is, you don't have to do it this way, but this is an exercise you could do yourself if you're thinking about a podcast. I've got an example here. So say we're, uh, this is actually a client example, and they do these fitness programs. So you start, you know, week zero, you have no experience, and at the end you actually have like a cage fight, an MMA fight at the end of it. So the point, they're doing one right now. And they looked at it literally like you sort of said, top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. The funnel will never die. It will never die. It doesn't matter what Elliot says to you, and I love you, Elliot. It will never die. There's a place for both. But anyway, so for Top of Funnel, we looked at it like this, right? So remember, they, these are people, ordinary people, just like us in this audience here, doing mixed martial arts, right? So Top of Funnel, share storage of courage, the human spirit, and the warrior within to strengthen the brand associations with the brand. So when you have a brand, you want some associations. Is it performance? Is it cheap? Is it fast? What is it? You know, is it performance? So it's, it's for that tier. 
The middle of funnel is provide an always-on medium for personas to be connected with the brand, irrespective of where they are in the buyer's funnel or whether a series is near them. So think of this like class. Can you decipher that? Wow. Always, always on medium for personas to be connected with the brand. Okay. Yeah, what was wrong with that? I didn't understand it, but that's, that's all good. Okay, okay. Okay, I'll break it down. So, no, I'm um, sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Because if you're not getting it, then I'm sure there's, you know, not everyone else is getting it. So, think of this brand like uh, a, a university that has intakes, right? When you're in a university, you don't always have an intake every day. You have maybe out of the whole year, you might have six weeks where you can take students in. So it's an always-on medium to keep them warm, to have those conversations with them. So just to, just to sort of kind of you know, tap them in a, in a non-sort of, here's an email, here's a whatever type of way, right? That's middle of funnel. And they have people in the middle of funnel, and we don't just want to send them newsletters and EDMs, that sort of thing. And finally, bottom of funnel, and I always say that pays my bills, that pays your bills, that pays everyone's bills here. Uh, provide a channel to promote the brand's extended product ecosystems. A lot of fluff, a lot of jargon in that, but the idea is they sell programs, they're launching an app, they're doing all these different things. So when, the, when they are in campaign mode, that's when they sell. You know what I mean? You can't be friend zoned with this sort of stuff. You have to be able to be, be, we're putting all of us, like we put so much time in content, you have to go in for the sell. So when there is something of offer in a geography, that's when you do it. And, and funnily enough, like this is a glo- obviously podcasting is global, right? You can do it in a way where you can have a message just for Australia, just for Europe, just for whatever. We'll talk about that in the... But can I just ask you a quick question on this? Are you saying that that one pod, one podcast attempts to achieve all of that? Yes. All parts of it? Yes. Through the format and the content? 100%. Interesting. So on the format, and that's interesting, that takes me to my next question, is, um, and this one's for you, Ian, the objectives are as important as who you're trying to target. So the question I have for you, because this is definitely something I wrangled with when I started and people ask. How niche is too niche? Like, do you go really broad and risk, you know, alienating people? Do you go too niche and only your mum wants to listen to it? Like, how niche is too niche and how did you come up with that yourself? Well, for us, we really came up because we were interested in HubSpot and using that product well. And, and that's really what we were, that was, that's kind of like how our name came about as well because... That's what we were targeting. So we wanted to really target people that were using the platform or were thinking of using the platform and really wanted to maximize their use of it. So, look, I think you've got to, it's like with anything, you, you do your personas in HubSpot, you understand who you're marketing to and same with the podcast, who are we targeting? Like when we started, we actually think we're targeting, we thought we were targeting marketing managers but funnily enough, the more we do this and the more people we talk to, marketing managers are actually overwhelmed by stuff and they don't listen to anything. So, so for us, we're like, well, that's not, not who we're after, but it is a really good tool to get to them. And you pivoted. You, okay. you ended up, you know, you yeah. use it at bo- as bottom of funnel, which is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, you touched, I think, you know, Craig, you touched on something earlier and you said, you know, it forces us to learn. And that's definitely been the experience for me. If you ask any podcaster, they'll tell you the same thing. Like in any industry, there's only so many degrees you can do. And in digital, you know, you can try. It's not really going to help you. So you're right. Like for me, I was like, look, I need multiple objectives here. Because if, if I'm going to do this to be rich, I'll be doing this forever and I won't make a dollar, right? So for me, it was like, okay, this is my sort of thing. Because you know what happens when you don't have a podcast? I do what everyone else does where, oh, that's a nice link. I'll bookmark that. I'll save that. And I'm sure so many times you guys have done that and you've never gone back to it or you've emailed it to yourself or whatever. 
But when you have a podcast, and one of the things that I do, I use OneNote, and I'm keen to hear what you guys do. So obviously, we're, I'm talking about digital marketing, inbound marketing, that sort of stuff. So of a week, I'll see things. HubSpot will put something out. I'll see something on Facebook, and I'll put it in my OneNote, and I'll say, you know, like I have buzzers, right? So features. So I, I sort of, you know, look at who I'm trying to target and what are the different features I'm going to have. One, might, one feature might be news of the week. Uh, one might be tip of the week. One might be, you know, a case study that's killing it. But anyway, that aside, I'll, I'll sort of put that. And when it comes time to actually create the podcast notes, I have to read it. I have to understand it. Because as we may have heard all before, the best way to learn something is to teach it. So that's, that's really interesting. So I, I think what that does, Ian, is it also forces you not to, if you know who you're talking to, then the content itself, you don't have to worry about being too niche or too broad because you always, you know, that's your litmus test and I'll talk about that there. So don't try to solve all your problems. Okay, so now let's talk about format, right? I, t- I touched on it in the intro. There's a number of different formats you can do and pros and cons for all. So you, you're listening to people here who, you know, someone's done it by themselves and someone, you know, that people have done it together. So talk to us about, both of you guys, talk to us about how you've how you found the co-hosting thing, what were the challenges in the start, do you recommend it, and, and that whole dynamic. Well, well, I definitely recommend it. I don't know how you do it every week to get a podcast episode because if I didn't have Ian keeping me accountable, we just wouldn't do it. I don't know if it's the same for same. you. But that's a personality type. I don't know if that's everyone. I think some people like yourself just well, manage this year, to... this year, I was doing it religiously. Sorry, just to interrupt because I think this is funny. For two or three years, I was doing it religiously every single week. And this year, I've kind of dropped the ball a little bit to the point where I went on like on a baby moon with my wife and I was in Bali. And the only place I could like record was in a tub, outdoor tub with my legs crossed and spiders <laughs> in the bushes. And I did it and I was proud of it. It was you one of your best mean? episodes too. So yeah, I mean, it probably was, you know, but, um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, yeah, you're right. You, you do have to have that motivation, but yeah, I guess you guys are doing it together. It's a bit easier. Yeah. So I think... I think that's a personality type and what motivates you. So that we've, we've missed maybe a couple of weeks over the four years, but I think it works for us. I think we have a conversational style, which we quite like, and I just really like hanging out with Ian. So that's kind of probably the main reason, actually. I don't think I can do it uh, on my own. But there are other styles, which, of course, are like more an interview format. And but actually, before with that, did you want to mention anything about the co-hosting format? No, I think because I am a conversational kind of guy, it's actually worked really well. I couldn't do what Moby does and be talking to the microphone without myself, interacting. Yeah. I think that's the reason. Like when I start, when we started, I was just talking to the microphone and just hearing Craig on the other side. I was like, there's got to be something better than this. And that's why we do it together. We, can, we do notice a difference when we're looking at each other and we're kind of feeding off each other. It just works much better and you get a much better result. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, it's definitely a challenge doing it by yourself. And um, if, if I can give any sort of tips on that side is if you've ever done camera before, they'll always sort of say, you know, whatever tone you're at, like if you walk around at a level, level seven type personality, you have to ranch it up to like 10. If you're level four, you have to ranch it up to like 100. And audio is kind of like that as well. So you do have to practice and do that. Um, yeah, but absolutely. I think because I, I do interviews as well, I do find it is easier. But um, yeah, horses for courses kind of thing. One thing I will say before I forget, and this is a tip I wish I started with years ago, is a thing that a lot of people are doing these days are seasons, right? So every year they'll do a season because like I did it for. I'm like, when does this thing stop? Like it's Christmas, you know? It's like <laughs> Boxing Day. Like when does he, When do I take a break? You know? Like I've I've given the audience a false sense of 
you know, like frequency now. So that is a good way to kind of de-risk it for yourself. Say, look, you know what? We're going to do a series of 15 to 20, and that's going to be season one. And then you can take a hiatus and come back. I'll mention that because we did consider that and we did actually plan to do that. We just didn't get our... We weren't, yeah, we didn't get our act together and plan it so well, uh, yeah, in advance because they are normally seasons that are top and tailed. Yeah. That do, the, the ones that do it well are actually really good. They're very organised. They've almost got like a whole series of ten planned in advance. We just couldn't get that organised. For us, it wasn't as relevant because we're often talking about the latest product announcements. So, yeah, it's mm. much more a timely thing. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, did you want to talk about length of podcasts as well yeah, as yeah, part look, of format? Um, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll keep this brief because Tony just told me lengthwise I don't have much time <laughs> left. But, uh, but look, they say that a good test is the, the average length of a commute, right? So like 20 minutes, um, which I don't know how people get to work in 20 minutes, but apparently 20 minutes, it, it's a good frequency. But then again, the thing is, like in everything, you can break the rule. Like, look at Joe Rogan, right? He will go for two, three, four hours sometimes. Now, but the point is, we're not Joe Rogans. But the thing is, if you aim for like a 15, 20 minute, it, it's often a good velocity. Yeah, so we, we did look at this at the start when we were planning the length. And 22 minutes is kind of the optimal length for a podcast. If you're going to go longer, go over an hour. So you're either doing a 22 to 23 minute or you're doing a longer over an hour. Don't go for 40 minutes is the, the kind of the plan there. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so let's get on to gear. We'll finish it up with gear. Now, this is the thing. Gear scares everyone. Like gear is the thing. Oh, no, no, sorry. There's two things, right? There's gear and how am I going to look, how I'm going to sound. Now, you have to understand, no one in the history of Earth, there might be one or two people actually, like the sound of their voice the first time. That's just the way it is. It's the way it sounds. It sounds different in your own head. That's just the way it is and you can't get over it. So you need to kind of get over that and just give it a crack. If you're kind of like me who, who's a little conscious, just record it and then listen to it at the end and then see how you go. So that, that's one thing, right? That, that is a practice thing. That's something you've got to push yourself to do. On the gear thing, my first 10 episodes, and I wish I brought it with me, my first 10 episodes I did on my iPhone. I literally held it like that and I made sure I didn't move and I did it like that because like every time I'd move it would change the frequency. And I did 10 episodes like that. Because I'm like, I just have to start. Done is definitely better than perfect. And I'm working with two clients right now. We're doing a podcasting strategy. And one of them is savvier than the other. The other one wants to get it perfect. And what I've sort of said to them, if you wait this six months that's going to take you to get perfect, someone else is going to catch up. And they'll be on episode 40 and you'll be at zero. So do the goddamn thing. Technology is not a barrier. And honestly, it's, it's how you sort of fake it. Like, I, it's... You know, I know people who've got such good attitude, they know how to rock a Corolla, right? And then people with Aston Martins, they're timid. Like, <laughs> it's, it's how you rock it, you know? You've got to really own it. So we've got a couple of tips here. This is, these are lead-behinds that people can look at. Uh, Rode XY makes a really good one. You plug it into an iPhone. I'm sure they have an Android version as well. Cost 140 bucks, right? And that's, like, not without too much searching. Um, the next sort of the semi-pro, that semi-pro level uh, I know you guys use the Yeti for a little while. We used this for the Blue Yeti for three years. We're now on um, much more Some better stuff. Better but stuff. Yeah, three yeah. years we used the Blue Yeti. One between two of us. Just made it work. And it works. It works. It's, it's, it's not an issue. You know, it's really how you sort of carry your voice, just like presenting, really. Um, so that's not the difficult part. Uh, we do have, just for the sake of it, because I know you guys upgraded your kit as well recently. Oh, yeah. You've that's got some really sexy-looking stuff there. So explain what you're using now and what the difference has been. Uh, like the, these are the uh, Rhodes uh, Procasters. Uh, they're very good. Uh, 
our whole setup is still, it was about $1,000. So we're not talking massive amounts here. Uh, it would be if you're just starting, but does that mean? But um, after three years, we felt we'd upgrade. And we've got a uh, mixer here as well, which I've got linked there. That's because our producer, we have a producer that produces our show, um, recommended that. And we just use GarageBand on, on my Mac to record, and then our producer takes care of everything. See, and it, it took you years to get to that point. Mm. So people think of that, and they think, oh, shit, I can't do it, it's not going to be perfect. Not at all, not at all. Like, it's... The Yeti is amazing. Seriously, you know, a, a, a yeah. good producer, and we've got a link to him. He charges a dollar a minute, I think, is it? dollar a minute. It's really cheap. Um, he's really good. He makes us sound really good from the Blue Yeti. So just outsource that stuff. Don't. Well, I know you you actually produce your own stuff. I, yeah, I do because uh, yeah, something's wrong with me. We don't know how to do it. It takes so me a long time to edit. But, um, but yeah, so I like tinkering with that. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but there's an app on the iPhone if you want to use a smartphone called Boss Jock. And you load up your intro, you load up your outro, and if you don't like editing, you can do it in one hit. So that's boss shock. Um, but I'll move on. So now, in terms of editing, so you guys use someone else. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, you, got his, you got his name there. I'll get to that. So actually, we'll start with that. So you could go down the route of getting someone on Fiverr, and you obviously use... Well, um, I'll tell you the story. I actually found him on Fiverr when he, and he was starting out. I tested three people out. And I, these are editors, right? Like, yep. Yeah. So I, we recorded um, a couple of episodes I gave that to three different people on Fiverr and I basically looked to see how they were interacting with us and what they could produce and ended up sticking with Chris, who now does it, and so he's pretty much done every episode till today. On average per episode, how much does it cost you, would you say? Like uh, it might vary, right? Yeah, about $30. $30, right. And that takes a headache out of spending an hour totally. trying to edit. It's not worth the effort. Uh, yeah. There's Audacity, which is free. I haven't used it myself. Uh, Audition is what I use, so if you have creative suite as part of your business, like $23 a month, you can do that. Um, but yeah, honestly, I would either go Audacity, use the free thing, or pay someone 30 bucks an episode and do it. Your time is worth more than that. Because the first time it'll take you about three hours to edit. You know? <laughs> and then that, and it still won't be right. Okay, so I'm going to kick it right to my last slide, uh, and that's repurposing. So I mentioned in the intro, so I won't harp on this too much, but the idea for me was if I can do one episode I can try to cut it up into things. Just like eBooks, they say if you're going to create content, you need to spend the same time to distribute it. So there's a thing called like social grams where, or audiograms where you have like a snippet. You can use that for social media. We like to create blog posts. We like to do uh, social media ads sometimes, sometimes. Um, and even now, this is something I mentioned in one of my last episodes, Google now, this is like a couple of weeks ago, they index the audio in your podcast. So before, if you wanted something to rank, you'd have to write in the description. Now, if we're talking about inbound and it wasn't in the title, you know, it will, it will index. So pretty, pretty cool stuff. So the, the barriers aren't very high. They're very low. And the, the opportunity, I think, is still quite there. But, um, but yeah, I think unless you guys had any, any further comments. Time. I think we're, we're at, at time. time. I do want to get a question because I mentioned we, had, we were going to ask a question. Is there any questions from the <laughs> uh, studio audience that we have here? I might have to start doing fake voices in a second. Yes, please. Um, so I've heard the average life of a podcast is seven episodes. I'm not sure if that's correct. So would you recommend sort of redoing, oh, so, sorry, doing sort of maybe what, how many, like maybe 10 before you launch the first one or? Oh, you mean record them in advance? Yeah. No, no, just get them out. I know what okay. you're asking. Do you do them week to week? We do them week to week. We're, we're a couple of weeks ahead normally. Yeah. Uh, you're normally out straight away, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, when I'm releasing them regularly, I'll do one and release it. But I know what you're talking about. Like they do recommend, oh, I have four ready or eight yeah. ready. But the thing yeah. is, 
you get better every time. So if okay. you're crap for the first four it, or the eight, you know what I mean? But yeah. I think a hybrid approach is get a couple out, batch a couple, one or yeah. two, and that gives you, you time to figure out your workflow. Who are you going to use? Are you going to use Chris? Are you going to do it yourself? Are you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, Can I ask you that? Are you talking about in terms of a promotion benefit? Or well, that's a, another question, I think. It's just making sure you've got the the podcast there ready to go. Yeah, because... In case I, time, you know, you don't have the time or oh, right. you get so distracted and then it sort of yeah. just doesn't happen. So just to have that consistency. Right. Yeah, I think, I think again, that's a personality type. But I know from, from, from a promotion side, people will drop five at once and it yeah. has a much more higher impact. So that's more of a marketing promotion strategy. I think a prize for that, Tony. Yeah, I think Stacey's probably got about four of these. So hosting platforms. The question was how to distribute podcasts. So so do you mean like how you actually get it onto, say, iTunes or Spotify, or you mean out into the ether and people listening? Okay, so to take a step back, you need a good, uh, uh, what are they called, host, right? Host, you need a good yeah. podcast host. Now, back when I started, there wasn't that many, and I use SoundCloud, and I don't recommend it. It's pretty crap. The one, I'm glad you asked because I forgot to mention it earlier. The one I'm recommending at the moment is Podbean. So I mentioned in the start that with our particular client, they're a global, they're a global like they're, they're global reach. With Podbean, what you can do is you can record an, an episode and just take a pause at a predetermined time and you can insert ads. Now, the beauty is if you ever, you know, you might have a promotion that's, you know, 2020 promotion. What are you going to do in 2021? So with Podbean, you can actually just dynamically remove those and have them for geography, which is really, really awesome, particularly if you have sponsors one day and then say you fall out with a sponsor and then you still have them there so you can pull them out. So that will just get you, that just gives you entry to the dance. That just gets it out syndicated. But beyond that, you know, we do recommend you know, spending a little bit of money, first go out to your networks, a little bit of money on, on Facebook, LinkedIn to boost it a little bit. But really, honestly, it's just you doing it consistently consistently putting out good content and it, would, it can take at least six months for you to get some very good traction. Uh, so you guys all do your podcast weekly. Is that your recommendation? We do it weekly. It works for us. But as per the series um, comment earlier, some people do plan and batch a whole series. I wish we could be that organised. We're just not. So I don't know if I'd recommend it weekly. It is kind of stressful. In terms of releasing episodes. They do say, it, it's, it's kind of like, and YouTube recommends this as well Sorry. on the YouTube site. They do say weekly is a good frequency yeah. at the same time usually. Then people expect you, oh, okay, it's in my feed. And it becomes a habit thing. It becomes a habit loop. Guys, thank you so much for everyone listening here and whoever's listening online. Uh, thank you so much. And we hope to join you again for another episode of Inbound Shots. Yeah.